0: What's up, everybody? This is Hush, a.k.a. How You Stop Him. And today is Saturday, November 17th, 2018. Um, I'm just going to, this is going to be one about just basic current events. And I have a few quotes dealing with myself and all of that right now. So I'm going to start at the top that um, through this Citizen app, it's an app that gives you current events, you know, Um, location near you, or just keep you updated, period. I got word of attempted robbery on East 69th and Avenue M. That's just an example of how the app works. It puts you on to things. I guess you get a notification or whatever. That's cool. I guess you can download that for people who are interested in knowing about things that goes on. Um, Rest in peace, a big rest in peace to Stan Lee, he died on the 12th. I believe that was today's the 17th. So that would make that Tuesday, 13, 14, 15, maybe Monday Um, at Cedar Sinai Medical Center. He was 95 years old. For those who don't know who Stanley is, he's the creator of Marvel and all those movies and characters from the comic book days, Spider-Man, X-Men and all that. Very legendary in that apartment um that's a tough loss but he lived a good life and a lot of people are honoring him yeah so that was a tough loss but again he lived a good life so you you gotta say peace and blessings for that that was next on my thing to talk about by the way rest to kim porter She was only 47 years old. They said they found her in her home. First thing I heard was a possible cardiac arrest, but the autopsy is not complete. Her and Sean Combs shared three kids. What I did not know till recently, and you can say I'm late, is that she had a kid with Albie Shore. So rest in peace to her. Condolences to her family that is pretty young. And from all the tweets and comments about it, Everyone loved her, and they called her a beautiful soul. Um, My condolences to the people in L.A. with this Woosley fire. Am I saying Woosley right? There's a fire that says one of the largest wildfires in L.A. history. They said the death count is now up to 42. So uh, I'm very saddened for that, Um, and that's just just heartbreaking. Felt and I'm I'm sorry that that has happened. You know, with all the hurricanes and earthquakes, that's not something else we need to add. Um, I want to mention that I hope everybody vote. We just got through the mid elections. I mean, the midterm elections. We got a lot of more ethnic people in office. They said Democrat won the House, but Republican won the Senate. Or is it the other way around? <laughs> Either way, we're making a difference. There's a lot of newcomers. There's a lot of first time. I heard that there's a Muslim woman that won one of the Senate seats or something like that. And that's big to know that we're being diverse now because I don't know for y'all, you know, I'm pretty up there in age. I'm not going to say how old exactly. And I know that this was something that we could never imagine back in the day. Politics was all, you know, not to sound racist or biased. We never saw that. So for a Muslim woman, I didn't really do research on her to know how strong her and her team is. But I was I was very happy to hear that not only a woman being brought in, but Muslim, that was dope. Um, we have a few more black women that came in for the first time as first time being in there. And it was very diverse now. I don't know if that's going to make a difference. You know, the Trump shit is frigging crazy. It's still not going to matter in some senses as long as that fucker is in there. But I'm glad that we're trying. And I hope everybody vote. Your vote does matter let's grow up and stop being immature about thinking that voting is nothing or oh it's not gonna make a difference it makes a fucking difference because you know what i'm not saying that hillary clinton would have been a better president per se but i know that new york did their fucking job trump is not in office because of new york because new york voted Tr- um clinton and i'm not saying she was better and it's true sometimes we go the lesser evil because there's a lot of shit I'm starting to hear now about Hillary not being a whole hundred either. But I'm not going to bash her because I still would have rather her in there than Trump. And that may not have us with a better day. But Trump, that shit is just crazy. I'm not even going to spend no more time on his ass. All right. So um, in sports, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green have... Uh, Some ill relationship going on. They're on the same team. Golden State Warriors has been the champs two times in a row. They're probably going to win again, but there's a lot of tension. Um, I'm hearing that Draymond has an issue with KD. Well, one of the issues he has is because he feels Kevin Durant has one foot in, one foot out. Everybody else on Golden State, their contract is pretty locked, and they're going to be there. Kevin Durant, there may be rumors and talks of him maybe leaving. So there's a lot of tension right there. And I'm starting to hear that Kevin Durant isn't really liked in the NBA amongst his co-workers, as you would say, as co-NBA players. Like the whole Chris Paul thing, I was hearing how a lot of people don't really fuck with him either. And like I said, this is all hearsay. I'm not in the NBA. But um, they saying that he's not liked. I don't understand what that's about. And they need to get it together to get this chip, though. You know, you leave that. Um, personal shit off the court. In my opinion, you know, not to bash Draymond. All right, else in the NBA, I'm not liking what they're doing to Carmelo. They're blacklisting him as if he is the reason that the Rockets aren't successful thus far. You got to understand, the Rockets traded away one of their best defenders, and. Coach Tony is not a defensive coach. His whole career, he's been offensive only. Score, score, score. Don't you know you got to play D2? So when they traded away their best, defender. I think P.J. Tucker is the other defender. I think he's gone too. You can't put this blame on Melo. And Melo, like Steven Jackson said on his tweets or his live, Melo is still top 20 to me. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Melo, don't try to blame him. It didn't work when he went to Oklahoma, but I didn't think it was terrible. I think he could have stayed there and built more. But now he's in Houston, and y'all trying to play him. I don't like that. That nigga still going to be Hall of Fame, no matter what you say. I'm going to get off of that. And just leave my man alone. Let my man ball. He's way more professional than he should be about this because I would have spoke up with all the smoke. Like, don't fucking try to play me. Did he not forget the times he won the chip in Syracuse and he have all these accolades before this? You see, the problem is he came out the same time as LeBron, so niggas don't want to fucking give him credit because they all on fucking LeBron's nuts. And LeBron deserves all the love and attention, and I'm going to go to him next just to show you that I'm not dick riding one side or the other. LeBron just passed Wilt Chamberlain in all scoring. He's like top five right now with his last game that I know of that he had 42-10-9, and I believe, one shot of a triple-double. So LeBron is dope, don't get it fucked up, but I think cause they came out the same time, niggas try to downplay Mello. I'm not feeling that. Like that nigga is gonna be legendary too. So get your shit together. Let Mello play out until he feels like he's done. Vince Carter is 45 years old, I think, and he's still banging out. I don't hear y'all talking crazy about him. Where is he at? He's in Toronto, I believe. Where is he on Toronto or Indiana? Now I think on Toronto. If I'm wrong, correct me later. Whatever. That's it for that. So now I'm going to the little music part as far as the personal shit with me. Um. So I do my little acting thing, but like the music has been down, sliding a little bit. Not. Don't get it twisted. Give up is never the is never the vocal. I'ma always write. I'ma always want to record. I'ma always have bars. What I'm saying is, recently I know that fresher. Yeah, I'm calling out a specific person, fresher. You know him from Wait a minute and whatever other things he's done. But Wait a minute is probably the biggest record to date. Um, he went on his IG and he said to do a 16, your hardest 16 for this track called Beast Mode, and he's gonna pick a winner, and the winner gets a free feature because his whole point is was he's saying that all artists that's out now whether they're top-notch celebrity or just now getting fame that they charge you to feature and these prices get crazy i respect him for that part so i'm gonna go in and give him a little salute for that that when these people get big they get crazy with it like i'm not trying to call out nobody for but one example is dj self and i love you brother i swear i'm not trying to slay you but a case in point is um Fuck it, my example, I'm going to take him out. But just I already said him, but I'm going to just say example like this. So let's say you hosted mixtapes before you were big. Shout out to Superstar J and DJ Coco Chanel. She host, They hosted my mixtapes. Um, so a hosting of a mixtape, how much you think that is? Um. Based on your credibility, your resume, I would say between 200 and $500. Maybe not today, maybe years ago. Fuck the price. Let's just say 200. We're going to set that right there. Then you get big, right? So, of course, it's not going to still be 200. But let's not get crazy. If you're genuine and you're for the culture and you, you can respect it, I think you should charge accordingly. My point is this. If I get famous tomorrow and everybody that know me that I did music, I have millions of features with niggas that I never even met face to face. Shout out Sticky Jack. Shout out s 93 and I could go on and on and on. I don't talk money when it's featured. If the music is dope and I want to be a part of it, I've done it. Now, if I blow up tomorrow, I could blow up tomorrow. I'm not saying everybody going to be free still, but I'm going to base it according to who the fuck it is. Sticky Jack, I did a feature with him for nothing because I thought it was dope and it was genuine. He's underground like me. So if I blow tomorrow, and he's still underground. I'm not going to tell this nigga $5,000 for a feature. How the fuck is he going to give me that? But if fucking, I don't even know, Safari, I'm sorry to go that way, but if Safari hit me for a feature, he may have to give me $5,000. i am sorry. It's according to niggas. Like, you can't just have this all around, I'm going to just charge OD when niggas don't got it. Or niggas shouldn't even put that into that. Because what are you going to do for that $5,000? You know that you're going to just drop your verse. You might promote it once, maybe twice. And that's the end of that. What kind of investment is that? So I'm going to give you $5,000. You may put it on your page once. That's it? Fuck out of here. Like, you already, you already in the door. You're in the door. But I, I was, I was told once that, you can't expect love for people in the same ball game as you. So if I'm a rapper, I can't expect a rapper that's established or famous to help me. Why? Because I'm competition. And that's not being conceited. That's real talk. I'm competition. So you don't want to help me too much because I could jump in front of you in a second. Because all it takes is one hit. I could be in front of you tomorrow with one song. That's crazy. But back to the freshest shit, right? So you do the challenge. It's 16 balls. I did it. A few of my peers did it. He picked the winner. Now, we just went over who they picked as the winner. And I thought he was better than what? I would assume, because, you know, I'm always paranoid and negative thinking that when these kind of challenges, even with showcases and all of that, the winner is always somebody that's their friend or their people's. So they just give them the win. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, a lot of them could be talented, could have potential. I'm not saying they all garbage, but I felt like this was another one of those. Like he was going to pick his baby mom's brother. <laughs> Yeah. So the winner was a dude. I'm gonna give you his IG only because I thought his flow was good. I think, you know, I didn't hear everybody that did it. Obviously, who knows the number of people who actually did the challenge? But his name is Illinois TV. I L L A N O I Z you know, I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I can't really judge because when you rap, you're going to think you're the best regardless. So to say if it was better than mine's, fuck all that. But um so I hope he really gets the feature since Fresher announced him as the winner and put it on his page. So I hope he really lives up to his word and give him the feature. So now I told you the name of the dude and let's see if we ever hear that song. So I say that to say, there's a lot of fuck shit with music and I'm past the whole politic time. The reason the older us, the older ones that's been doing music, like for me, I'm going into 20 years. Anybody over 15 years of doing music that hasn't crossed the threshold, you might want to joke and say, oh, we has-beens or we're bitter because of how long we've been putting in work. I don't give a fuck. I love music. So I'll put in work to the day I die. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it's losing its authenticity day and day and day as they go on. Because when I came up with the music, it was like, if you was nice, or it wasn't as hard. Like You just had to bump into the right person. But if you stayed consistent, you would get that chance to bump into that right person. Today, fuck that. I don't care what anybody say about, oh, if you consistent, it'll work. Nigga, how how long is 20 years of consistency? That's not enough? 15 years, that's not enough? Like, if that went the way for everybody, fine. But then what about the motherfucker who only been rapping for like a year and he just popped up somewhere or he just had the bread behind him? Because it's really about money. They take money to make money. So it's not about the talent no more. And I get it business wise and fine do how you do but my bitterness doesn't come from the business side because money got to be made my bitterness comes from the lack of vision for talent do you think that you want to go to a doctor that is known or you want to go to a doctor that fucking knows what he's doing or he good at it I'm not going to go to fucking Dr. Zismore because his fucking shit is all over the trains versus me personally knowing a better doctor or or getting um getting put on by somebody close to me or somebody I trust to say that this is the better doctor. Restaurants. Are you going to the restaurant because of the name or because you really like the food? You see, we as fucking humans are so fucking shallow and shit that we should not be shallow in. You want food that tastes good, right? You gonna go to the doctor that you think will take care of your ass the best, right? You go to the barbershop that you think give you the best cut, tattoo parlor that you think does the best work, huh? You notice how none of that shit got to do with fucking fame and popularity, right? But when it come to music, that ni- the niggas that's genuinely passionate about the shit, it take popularity, it take money. That shit is bullshit. And yeah, I may sound disgruntled. I may sound bitter. I don't give a fuck, but I'm not going to stop, though. See, that's a difference. I could talk shit because I ain't going to throw in the towel, though. Niggas that done threw in the towel sound bitter like this, too. But they done gave up. I ain't give up. You heard? I'm going to end on that note. God bless. Till the next time.